I'll tell you, I don't know anyone who wasn't a fan in some way, shape, or form. I mean, when you say, or when I say Dick Van Dyke Show, Lynn, uh, this is Lynn Osmond. She is the chief executive officer of Choose Chicago. It's got to make you smile. Oh, I love Dick Van Dyke. I mean, it just makes me smile. Exactly. Exactly right. All right. So you are the chief in charge of Choose Chicago. What is Choose Chicago? (laughs) Choose Chicago is anything to do with bringing people to the city of Chicago. So under us, we have leisure travel, we have the convention area, and then we also have sports. Ah, so explain. What do you do for each of those? Well, for leisure... So do you fill in and play for the Cubs if they're not doing well? (laughs) Well, since you start on sports, we bring major in, um, activities to the city of Chicago. So things that will st- stimulate economic growth. So we had Sale Grand Prix, which was, if you could see it, because your offices, which I'm in right now, look over Navy Pier. We can from here. Yeah. And you, Dave Schwann in our newsroom is a aficionado of that, actually. Well, I mean, that was fabulous. That was uh, in the springtime, looking over the Navy Pier and now these Grand Prix sailboats. But then we also have things like NASCAR coming up. And that's, that's going to be July 1 and 2 of next year. And I mean, it's their four, first road race that they've ever done. And this is going to happen in Chicago. So it's almost like this great advertisement for Chicago because it's going to be all along our lakefront. And despite what people say, all the roads are not going to be closed off. We're still wa- working through the street plan, but NASCAR is just wonderful to work with. And we're looking at how we just really use it as an, a way to bring people into the city and expose a whole new audience to Chicago. Well, I hope they don't hit a pothole, or maybe this is a reason for them to fill in all the potholes. Now that's guaranteed. (laughs) I think that's a good bet, actually, that we're (laughs) going to have good roads after this. Uh, And then we also are in charge of everything to do with the convention. So I don't think people realize that we have the largest convention center in North America. I'm, I'm interrupting, and I promise to get to the conventions. And what we will also get to Blah, 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 blah. Scary about things to do for Halloween and some other events coming up. I want to ask more about the NASCAR. So are people actually going to be able to stand like there are people, yay, when the marathon goes by, right? Yeah. And they stand along the side of the road. Is it the same sort of thing? Well, there will be bleachers along the side of the road. And it all will the be, way? Yeah, all the way. So there will be, um, I don't know all the details of that because we're still doing all the the um, placement of things, but there will be bleachers. There will be an opportunity for look. It will be mainly a ticketed event, but also trying to figure out how much is free, how much is paid. So those things are all something we're working with NASCAR in. But I, there's, it's just going to be a great way to see the city either on your TV or in person looking from uh, the road. Or if you happen to live along Lakeshore Drive, I suppose you could watch from your balcony if you have one. I think anybody along that Randolph Street corner can actually charge money to have people sit in their living room and watch the race. Oh, you just gave folks an idea. (laughs) Now, uh, conventions. I mean, Chicago has been known forever as a convention city. And then we had this thing hit called the pandemic. And there weren't any conventions, not only in Chicago, but anywhere on the planet Has it started up in Chicago again? Oh, it absolutely has. I mean, as I was saying, we have, you know, 2.6 million square foot of exhibition space at McCormick, and we have four buildings, east, west, north, south. And it's really come back. So we just finished the International Manufacturing Show, and that had 86,000 people. So just think about that. That is bigger than many cities in America. And we loaded it in in just over a month in this huge manufacturing uh, equipment. And our unions did a fabulous job in McCormick. 
McCormick Place making this look absolutely stunning. And all this new technology from manufacturing equipment to 3D printing. And it was a very successful show. They said it's their most successful show ever in terms of the amount of sales that were done on the exhibit floor. So we're seeing numbers come back. I mean, when you think about it, Chicago is a convention city. 45,000 hotel rooms per night to fill. So just think of what that is and what an economic driver it is for the city. So when you look at that, it actually, you know, when we look at the summer, we had 224,000 delegates come from around the world, 429,000 room nights, economic impact to the city, $603 million. So we all need to love conventions coming back in the city. Okay, so for when things happen downtown, good, bad, or otherwise, and they make the news, And then people say, well, it's downtown. You're focusing too much on downtown. Well, first of all, people do live downtown. But secondly, above and beyond all that, it's everything you just said. The money can't go back into the neighborhoods unless we get money from people who come downtown from all over the world, not only for conventions, but tourists as well. Well, and we have, that's when you get into my next subject matter, leisure. I mean, we have this so much to offer people, you know, whether it be our museums, our dance companies, our theater, uh, you know, just all the attractions, the restaurants. In fact, we're just finishing up Chicago Gourmet right now. We have it all. And so we really want to promote what Choose Chicago does is we're really the marketing arm for the city. We get the word out of what's going on in our great city and really promote it uh, through things like just our website and everything that's going on, but also things like Restaurant Week that is coming up again in January. So we have a very robust uh, uh, set of offerings that go out for everybody to enjoy. Our telephone number, 312-981-7200. Well, I know this drives you crazy when people say, or it's got to drive you crazy because I've not talked to you about this. Uh, And then I have talked to you about something that I know drives you crazy. So I'll bring up both those. (laughs) I'm just crazy. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Well, you're passionate (laughs) about what you do. And you're passionate about Chicago, which is, and so am I. So you have someone who lives in, name the suburb, Wheeling, someone who lives in Oak Park, someone who lives in Barrington. It doesn't much matter. And they say, well, I live in Chicago. And this person (laughs) has not come into the city for 25 years. They've not been on the Chicago River for at least 25 years. They've not visited any of the museums you speak of for 25 years. They've not been to any of the restaurants of which we have a few, you know, more than a few choices for 25 years. But that's, I'm a Chicagoan. In my view, they're not. <laughs> Well, I don't really want to get into that, Steve, but okay, I agree with me, you in the me, fact that I'm going to let you rant. But I, uh, I think we all feel that trouble. way when we uh, go to you know, some international country and somebody says they're from Chicago and you find out that they're not from Chicago. And in fact, they're, they don't know the latest restaurants in town. So I, I will give you a point there. OK, so I get one point, <laughs> but I feel really strongly about that. I mean, it's great. If, I don't care if you live in Wheeling. Come into the city. Take advantage of what we have. There is so much going on in the city, and I agree with you. I mean, the city is very vibrant. It's safe. We've got... uh, Aha! That's the second thing. So you've got this sort of... It's it's tough because there there are real issues. There are all across the country, though. And, And when you look at Chicago's numbers of crime numbers and all those sorts of things compared to other cities... We're, we're maybe in the top 10, depending on the crime, 
but we're not number one and we're not even necessarily in the top 10. I don't want to be in the top 50. But given our population, it's not like the late night show hosts say that we are, first of all. But beyond that, there understandably is some concern, Lynn. On the other hand, we have so much to offer to take advantage of. And I believe the more people there are that do that and actually just have a good time, the less likely we are to see problems occur. Am I making any sense? Yeah, and, you know, just because my background comes from the urban side, from architecture and design, you know, crime loves empty streets, and so we had a lot of crime move into all the urban centers across America during COVID, and now we're all pushing crime back out. So it's not a Chicago issue. It's a national issue with urban centers. That being said, Chicago is not as bad as what it's made into the national press, and we really have a lot of uh, precautions, both with what's happening with the Chicago police, but also with our street ambassadors, our uh, security patrols. We have actually done a lot in the city. Um, I think one of the things we have is, of course, we have a lot of social media that um, make things more aware than perhaps we did 10 years ago. Uh, So things that are happening now are just amplified very quickly. But, you know, we have, I think people need to feel safe. They need to come back. We have this great urban fabric. Uh, We have, like you said, just these amazing restaurants and the theater and it's fall. I mean, fall in the city is my favorite time. Everything takes off. Uh, You know, we have these incredible performances. CS Chicago Symphony Orchestra oh, it just opened their season on Friday with uh, Yefim Bronfman last season for Ricardo Moody. So you really want to come down and really experience the symphony. This week, actually, we have Prokofiev's pictures and exhibition coming up. Then we have mid-October, we have Amadeus Live. I mean, just like where else do you get this? This is why we have this world-class symphony because in world-class city. And then we have, you know, all this stuff going on. Art Institute's going to do this new exhibit about David Hockney that he did when during COVID. And I, I don't know about you, David Hockney is kind of this modernist version of what we saw with uh, Monet. He's done this whole watercolors thing about his uh, 2020 uh, experience in Normandy. Um, Joffrey Ballet is about to open in the Lyric Opera. I mean, and I think how people, cool. It is. I think people don't know. All of the stuff that's available, but there's a way to find out, friends. And we'll tell you what that way is when we come back on WGN. I am so happy I reeled in Lynn Osmond. She is the chief executive officer of Choose Chicago. So let's talk about some of the... I think you would be here till midnight if we tried to cover half the events. Because there's so much... There's that much happening in Chicago. So let's hit a few of them. I I want to start with Open House Chicago. You know, you're talking music to me because Open House Chicago is run by the Chicago Architecture Center. I founded it 11 years ago when I was over at uh, CAC, and it's just my favorite fall event. So it actually is a weekend festival, uh, but it's expanded to actually being an entire month. The weekend of October 15th, 16th, it's what I call a giant scavenger hunt of the city. And you can explore 20 different neighborhoods, uh, over 100 buildings, and we have a Chicago Architecture Center app that you download, and it tells you what buildings are open during that day so that you get to go in and see them. You know, we can go from everything from... uh, 
uh, Chatham to the Riviera Theater, which is going to be open. But then the other secret is that starting from October 1 till October 31st on the app, it gives you trails throughout the city. So a dozen trails where you can actually download it and have a narrated trail of a different neighborhood. So you can do it on your own time, on your own pace. I love it because it really gets you out with uh, professional voices. So they're people from the neighborhoods telling you about why that uh, architecture or why that neighborhood is so important. And then what I think is really important, once you go in that neighborhood, go out and explore. Go sit down at a cafe and enjoy a latte or go to a restaurant and really just go out and see more and experience the city. So I think it's a good way to get people out of their comfort zones, exploring this incredible city that we have. And you learn so much. I mean, our architecture is, I think, the most amazing architecture of any city in America. And that's because in part of the Chicago Fire, I believe. Well, yeah. I mean, now you're getting I mean, my architecture ban- background. You know, we really burned down at right time, I say. <laughs> in 1871, when we burned down, just think about it. Elevators were just being invented. Plate glass windows, terracotta for fireproofing, uh, metal frame construction, so that we could actually build tall. And that we did. We had a you know, clear slate, and we could actually build these wonderful skyscrapers and involve and discover them and, you know, discover ornamentation. So that's why we're so pretty. Yeah, well, it's not only that, it's some, it's the architecture in the neighborhoods, too. But the way in which you learn about that is doing something like this. How much is that, by the way? It's free. What? It's free. So she all, says and, my favorite four-letter word. And so you download the app. The app is actually live now for you to download and start exploring. All right, so let's talk about, I, I, are you okay? I'm okay. Blah, 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 blah. Scary. Halloween is right around the corner. <laughs> there is so much to do, isn't there? Oh, it, it, you know, Chicago loves Halloween. Uh, and so we really like to make it up. And so we've got Arts in the Dark Parade on October 29th. It celebrates architect, uh, sorry, artists and Chicago culture. And it takes down on uh, State Street. It's from 6 to 8. And then the Haunted Halstead Halloween Parade uh, is North Halstead neighborhood. And there's Halloween activities happening in every neighborhood in the city. So just go to the Choose Chicago website, discover Halloween, and you will find out just what's going on. And, you know, don't forget to wear your favorite costume. And it's all there. It's all on the website. All the details, all the times, all the locations, and all of that. Uh, you know, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Absolutely. So I think what you can do is you can go to Lincoln Square and the Ravenswood Apple Festival on October 1st and 2nd. And it's got apple cider, artisan goods. It's got all things apple. So just you can really feel like fall. It's just a um, really nice uh, festival to go to. And the weather's going to be beautiful. But for some reason, if it's not, if you want to go indoors, there's a film festival happening. Yeah, there's actually the film festival. The International Film Festival has been going on uh, along for five de- decades here. It's the longest competitive film festival. Uh, it goes from October 12th to 23rd. So just a great way to see new films that are coming in and get to them before they hit the theaters and really be able to kind of talk to your friends about what's hot. And the Chicago Latino Film Festival as well, I believe. 
Yeah, we've got the 5th Destinos uh, Chicago International Latino Festival. It ends on October 16th. Um, this is particularly bittersweet for me because it's uh, about emerging voices, but Myrna Salazar, who founded it, actually just recently passed. So I think in memory mm. to Myrna, we all need to go out and support it and go to the local theaters and really find out more about Latino culture. We, we literally only have a minute left here, but I want to talk about culture in Chicago. We have so much of it, and because of the pandemic, it's had a slow kind of beginning again. Yeah, and I think in particular the the area that continues to struggle a bit is some of our indoor uh, seated performing arts venues, and that we need to get people back into you know the Joffrey, the Lyric, and the Symphony into our theaters. Uh, it's now you know we know it's safe. I just got my booster, uh, you know the again the other day, and they're heated. Uh, <laughs> And we have this wonderful opportunity to celebrate what makes our uh, city world class. And we have some really interesting programs going on at the Lyric. We have Fiddler on the Roof. And then we have the Goodman. We have Clyde's. So just uh, the notebook at Chicago Shakespeare, uh, which should be probably going on to Broadway. So go see it. Yes. Just we are really the epicenter of culture in America. And I could comment on all those shows. We just don't have time. But let's just say the reviews. Terrific. Uh, thank you so much, Lynn. And what I'd love to do is have you or someone from Choose Chicago on uh, at least once a month or so, because I want to promote what we have. The website is ChooseChicago.com. And it's amazing how you've put this website together. It's incredible uh, because the listing, you have everything that exists in the city. And so many of these events, friends, are free. Exactly. So come enjoy the city. All right, Lynn Osmond, thank you very much. I choose Chicago. Thanks. Thanks.